A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. Um, And uh, this is podcast number 134, and I'm calling it, I think, um, Experience Helps. Yes. Before I do that, a couple of things. Um, I wanted to read you a review of my book. I'm also the author of How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, which is available wherever books are sold. Just look it up under that title or under Dana K. White. The K is really important because you know Dana White is the guy who is the um, head of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And that's not me. I know you're probably confused and thought that you've been listening to him all this time, but you haven't. Anyway, so this is the Amazon review of my book that came in recently. Um, It's a five-star review. It says, I love it so much. That's six O's in so. This is the kind of book I've been looking for. I get bored easily, so most of the books I've read, I couldn't get past 10 pages. But here, I've passed five chapters in one day. Okay. Um, thank you for that. That makes me happy. My main goal was that it not be boring. Oh, and helpful too, but mostly not boring. Um, but before I get to today's uh, subject, I want to tell you about something special from our sponsor, Prep Dish. Okay. This is different than usual. Prep Dish wants to help you with mealtime sanity this summer. Sounds good, right? Allison, the chef at Prep Dish, created a fun 21-day meal prep challenge to motivate and encourage you to get started meal prepping and gain control of healthy meals for the summer. Prep Dish wants to keep you winning at mealtime, even in the summer months when kids are running around and there are a million things on your to-do list. When the challenge starts, you will get an easy-to-follow guide for prepping all of your meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, for the full 21 days. They're throwing in lots of goodies too. Checklists, bonus recipes, a guide to eating out, a Facebook group page for accountability, and more. For only $1 a day, you can delegate the worry and stress of mealtime this summer. Your sanity is worth $21. The 21 days starts June 3rd. Register today at prepdish.com slash clean21. Got that? It's prepdish.com slash clean21. That's clean21 altogether. C-L-E-A-N-2-1. Okay. Um, oh, something else too. I am going to be speaking, I believe, two different nights, like one after the other, in San Antonio this summer. Um, I believe early August. But um, I we're working out those details right now. So if you are anywhere near San Antonio, I would so love to meet you. So make sure that you, um, I'm telling you this now since I don't do podcasts over the summer, so I don't have a lot of time left. But um, make sure you sign up for my newsletter and check the blog and all that um, just to be informed of that. Okay. All right. So today I am talking about experience and how experience helps. 
experience helps in this deslobification journey basically more than anything else. Okay? Meaning, um, I can read, I can figure out, I can analyze, I can think, I can even believe that such and such will make a difference in my home and how it runs. But the only thing that really truly changes me and how my house is, is experience. Um, I'm thinking about this because, uh, as you know, if you listen often, I am currently working like a crazy person on book two. And, um, I'm, like I said, I'm a crazy person. So anyway, that's basically all I've been thinking about. But I started thinking about how just the simple fact that I have the experience of having written a, you know, full length, real, you know, to a publisher goes through all the edits and the blah, blah, blah processes and all that. Just the fact that I have been through that before makes this time easier. It's not easy, like at all. Um, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you all this because you're creative types, most of you, but, um, you know, it, it, I had always dreamed of writing a book, like I think most people do, you know, um, and like everything else in life, you dream about something and you're going, you, you just think, oh, that would be it. That would be the thing. That's like the culmination of my life. Well, it's not, first of all, but, um, everything is always harder than it is in dreams, you know, and writing a book other than teaching my first child how to eat, which was, I would, will often consider that the most difficult period of my life because <laughs> the child couldn't eat and the whole failure to thrive words and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, that writing a book is like the, one of the hardest things I've ever done. I mean, it just is, it's just, it's really hard, but experience changes everything. I mean, there is just something to be said for experience. So anyway, that's what I've been thinking about because I'm all about the book, but I'm going to apply that and compare it to how the same thing is true in the home and, you know, in, in the, and how to manage your home without losing your mind, my book available wherever books are sold. Um, I talk about at the end, how you have got to get some experience, like, nothing is going to change. You're not really going to believe this. You've read the whole entire book, but nothing's going to change until you get experience. And I don't just mean, oh, just get out there and do it. Nothing's going to happen unless you do it. No, there's something that happens in your brain when you actually get the physical experience of making this happen. It really just makes such a huge difference. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So number one, one of the biggest differences when you have experience is that you know it can actually be done. It can actually happen. When something has never happened before, it's a it's an ambiguous concept, okay? I'm not speaking very well today, sorry. It's an ambiguous ambiguous concept, okay? That means that it's an idea. And even if you can picture it, it's just not concrete yet. And so 
there's always this nagging little thought of, can this ever really happen? And especially for someone like me who had failed so many times in my home and who had never, never had it consistently for a long period of time, not be a total disaster. There was always that question in my mind of, is this something that can ever actually happen for me or is this not? And so getting the experience, you know, which I got through writing about it on the blog, you know, that's why so many people go back and read starting at day one of when I was like, okay, basically I'm at rock bottom here. I got to figure this out. This is making me crazy. Here goes. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing every day. Okay. That's what, um, that's what the blog is. And because of that, I, stayed focused and kept with it and recorded basically how shocked I was at the impact of just working on daily stuff. Like I just, it was not what I expected. I really, really did not expect that to be the case. Um, but, but I gained that experience of seeing, oh, wow, doing the dishes every single day makes a crazy impact. I get emails all the time from you guys saying, I still can't believe it. I can't believe what a difference this tiny little thing makes. And I can tell you, I can tell you, I get emails from other people, your friends who have tried it, um, or your friends who do it every day and are like, uh, yeah, of course. Um, you know, they can all tell you these things, but until you have that experience, it's like, oh, okay. So what that does is knowing that it can be done because you did it and you experienced it and you saw it actually play out in your own home. Just like the book for me, I can read all about doing a, writing a book, but until I have actually been through it, there was always that question of, is this actually going to happen? Am I really going to be able to finish this? I mean, you know, this isn't a paper that I wrote in college. This is like a book, a book, 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 you know, and knowing, yeah, it is, it's actually going to happen. I know the process. I know how much it makes my brain want to explode in the beginning. I know that feeling of getting to the point where, okay, things are kind of moving along now. And then I know that there are going to be moments where I want to just think, okay, well, you know, I'm going to throw this all away. And anyway, it's that kind of stuff that helps you know this actually can happen. And just the same way with your dishes. And so what that does is... When you fail, okay, because failing is part of it for people like us. We do crazy things. We take on projects that normal people don't take on, like, I don't know, writing a book. And our house gets crazy and a little bit out of control. But you know what? I'm like, no, I know for a fact from experience that as long as I'm keeping my dishes done every day, it's going to be super easy to get back on track. Or if that doesn't happen for a couple days, I know from experience, okay, don't get overwhelmed, just go back to the dishes. So there's just something about that, having that experience. So if you have listened to almost 70 hours of me me talking, which I know a lot of you have, um, which just makes me laugh. But anyway, if you have listened to every single podcast, and you still haven't given doing your dishes every day a try, do them. Just do that. Do that. Get the experience of doing that and seeing 
for a fact, whether or not it works, because, you know, I suppose it might not work for you. It will. It totally will. I know that for a fact. But hey, maybe it won't. Maybe it won't make that big of a difference in your super messy house that how could that possibly make an impact on your house? I get it. Okay, great. But you're only going to know from experience because I am so the person who would explain how things were to someone because of how I had figured it out in my brain as opposed to actual experience. Um, And I have just realized that when I figure things out in my brain and haven't really applied them in experience, um, I was usually wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's my whole goal in this. What I do is I'm like, everything's based on experience. Although I'm going to tell you a little random story here, but I am writing a chapter on moving in the new book because everybody always asks, but I'm super clear. This one's theory. I don't know. Okay. This is theory of how I would go about it now that I've learned what I've learned, but no, I haven't done it because I, it's just so important to me to only base things on how it actually plays out in real life. Okay. Because that's where the skepticism comes in is like, I can read all this stuff and go, "Mm, I've tried. It didn't work. Maybe it doesn't. Okay. Um, okay. Second, letting someone else. Oh, this is an interesting one. Number two with the book. I have a very different perspective now about turning in my manuscript. Okay. Um, I am still a perfectionist, um, on things like writing books, not on my house, but on things like that or directing plays or whatever. I am a super duper perfectionist on that. Like last, last time when I wrote the other book, I needed it to be absolutely perfect before I handed in the first draft. Like in my mind, this was not a rough draft. This was a, I would be perfectly happy for this to be published tomorrow and put out to the whole entire world. Okay. So I, but it was the reason for that was I was so paranoid because I'm coming from not your normal organizing perspective. You know, I was so paranoid that they were not going to understand what I was trying to say. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to make sure everything was so super clear that there wasn't any, um, what is wrong with her? You know, I'm like, I wanted it to be thorough and clear and, and all of my points very, you know, whatever. So that was so important to me. I was so afraid of being misunderstood that it had to be perfect. It had to be crystal clear, every little thing. Now, is that my goal this time? Absolutely, because that's just who I am. I'm not one to turn in some, you know, whatever piece of junk. But it has eased some because I didn't know how they were going to respond. They didn't know me. And turned out they were awesome. And, you know, I was so afraid that they were going to make me change things because they were going to go, oh, who would care about this? You need to change this, whatever. Nobody did. Everybody was so great. They let me write the book I wanted to write. They were so incredibly helpful and supportive. Yeah, we, we changed things and I added chapters and they said, um, this story makes no sense or whatever. But it was... 
we have a relationship now. Okay. Now, am I, am I a little bit worried that the editor I had last time got promoted and isn't going to be able to do my book this time? Possibly, but I'm letting that go. Um, but that experience of having let someone basically look inside my heart and judge it and coming out the other side and going, okay, makes me have so much less fear this time around. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Y'all know I am all about identifying what things you can do to make overwhelming tasks possible. Buying a home or selling a home can be completely overwhelming. Finding just the right realtor can make the whole process so much easier. That's why I want to tell you about Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I know firsthand what a difference having the right real estate agent can make. We would have been lost without ours when we bought our current home and sold our old home a couple of years ago. Download the Redfin app to get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. How does that apply to your house? Well, it's letting someone into your house. It's that hospitality. Um, you know, I, over time have really, you know, a big part, people ask me, what's, you know, what's the change that you've made over the last eight years of this desalbification process? And I'm like, well, so it used to take me two weeks to get my house ready to have guests over. Now I could have a party in two hours. Um, I'd rather not only have that much notice, but I'm willing to let someone in the front door in 15 minutes. Okay. Like give me 15 minutes warning. Please don't just go ahead and knock on my door, but whatever. But, and, and a lot of that is, most of that is I've decluttered so much, you know, that my house is so much easier to maintain, but it is also, 
And it's also that I have my daily stuff under control. Okay. All those things are really important, but it's also that my perspective has changed so much. I have gone ahead and let people in my house. And you know, that feeling I used to always say that, um, you know how close we are by how messy my house is when you come over, you know, which I think is true for probably most people. But it's like the first time someone would come over, I would clean like a crazy person. And it was like, oh, please don't judge me. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, let me show them what I think they want to see. Versus once we actually became close friends, then it was like, okay, come on over, even though it's not perfect, you know, and I, that, that is only going to happen as you actually have people in your house. Okay. I, again, experience is so important. I can tell you that people are more important than the state of your home. I can tell you all these things. However, um, you need to let them in. And maybe that means going through my 14 days to opening your front door to guests ebook. You know, maybe that's what that is for you as you do that and you go like crazy to have a party, a graduation party or an end of school year party or a, or a summer birthday party or whatever. Um, as my daughter would, you know, she was always like, mom, can I have a strawberry party? I was like, okay. Um, but you know, just have some people over, have some moms over for coffee, have some people over that last day of school. When you have a half day, you know, tell moms, Hey, everybody bring, you know, you bring chips, you bring drinks, I'll do sandwiches and everybody come over, you know, give yourself that deadline. And there's something about it, that experience of having people in your home, enjoying how nice it is to just have a place to sit and not have to be like at a restaurant or somewhere where you have to pack up a bunch of stuff and go, but just in your home, experience that experience that you happen to notice, oh my goodness, who left that laying on the floor and (laughs) and you pick it up and the moms laugh with you. You know, I mean, experience what that's like and it changes for the next time. You're like, okay, well, I want to have people over. I don't have time to do 14 days to open my front door to guests, but I'll pick up and do my best in what I can do in such and such amount of time, you know, and, and it just, it changes your perspective with that experience, but it only happens with experience. Okay. Here's another one. Things that are different once you have experience. And this has been really big with this book. I can skip trying things that don't work. Um, with the book that has been, that has been primarily me, um, knowing before I even got started that I basically cannot write a book in my own house. Like where I sit to blog, I don't know what the deal is. And I know I've said this before, but there's something psychological or whatever that the chair where I sit and write blog posts, I cannot write a book sitting in that same chair, you know? And so I remember last time having to learn that, you know, like trying and going, Oh my goodness, what's going on? And why can't I do this? I'm never going to be able to write a book, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and eventually landing upon my local library as the best place for me to go write a book. And once I did that, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, this time I don't have to go through all that. I don't have to do something and try and it was like, nope, okay, I got to write a book. All right, head to the library. I mean, that's just immediately where I'm going because that's what works for me. Same thing in your house. You know, if you've tried a million different methods before, great. But when you find one and you actually stay consistent with it, which 
I personally believe my 28 days is a great actual works in real life kind of thing for the people who are overwhelmed. But you know, as you, and that's the end of the book, that's the appendix in the book. But anyway, as you do that, that becomes something that you can go back to when you do have to start again. Because starting again is reality for people who get overwhelmed in their home. When it's time to start again, to be able to say, okay, um, well, I can skip ahead knowing what doesn't work and knowing what does work. I can skip trying those things that don't work again. Okay. And that is huge in making, getting traction going and progress going sooner. Okay. Um, here's something else. I know the middle doesn't look like the end because now I've experienced the end. Okay. I've actually turned the book in. I have gone through edits, which are super painful. Even if they're nice, it's still like, you know, really, obviously you hate me if you said that you didn't like this one sentence, whatever. But, um, that going, having gone from the very beginning to the very end, kind of like I talked about in the, the one year test, you know, that, what they say when you're moving to a new place, going through, you know, living in a new culture, whatever, going from for an entire calendar year. After that, it's like you're going to go through the same thing again. And it's just so much less stressful when you know what to expect. Um, that's the same thing here. You know, I know the middle, what I'm in right now is not where I'm going to be forever. You know, I know there's going to come a time where I've turned it in and I'll take a little break. You know, we're going out of town in June. And by that time, I'm not going to have edits back yet. And I know that, you know, I know that they're going to get it by email and they're not going to read it immediately. And, you know, I'm just, it's like, I know these things that what I'm, the stress I'm going through right now is not going to last forever. Okay. And then the last thing last, Oh, and with your house. Um, okay. What's the comparison there? Um, knowing that, the running around and doing, you know, no, maybe it's knowing that catching up on three days of dishes is not going to last forever because you know, from experience that one day's worth of dishes, you know, you know about dishes math because you've experienced it, you know, okay, yes, I have fallen behind here and I am having to catch up, but I know for a fact tomorrow is going to be so much easier because I've been through this before. I know for a fact that when I do my daily habits for a week, life is going to go, and I'll be able to finally start, you know, making traction and progress on everything else. So it's like knowing what the end, although there's no end to housework, whatever, but knowing what the end is going to look like is it helps me in the middle. Okay. Um, and then the last one is, um, in between the last book that I wrote, how to manage your home without losing your mind. And this one, I kept studying. Okay. I kept, I, I, um, listened to the audiobook bird by bird by Anne Lamott. Um, it's not one you can listen to with your children cause there are cuss words and stuff, but, um, but it's a book on writing and I thoroughly enjoyed that book. I really, really did. And even though I had already written a book, um, and felt like, okay, I mean, there, there wasn't a lot that was just earth shattering, you know, whatever, but I learned. Okay. So I kept on studying. I kept on learning. I kept on listening and 
doing that, you know, and, and it's funny, sometimes the learning is about putting things into words that helps me be mentally prepared for the next time. For example, and I won't call it what she calls it, but, um, it's not like all cuss words, but there just are some anyway. So for your first draft draft, oh my goodness, for your first draft of anything, she talks about how it needs to just be you know, just put it out there. It's going to be horrible. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my goodness, what if I die? And somebody reads that draft and thinks that that's what kind of a writer I am. Like that's how bad it's going to be, you know, and she calls it something I won't call, call it. But, um, my, uh, son's teacher, I know actually Maria, that was, um, I talked about in a blog post back in December, whose husband passed away, but, um, she, and I were talking and she said, oh yeah, that's what she calls a sloppy copy. So I've started saying that because it's a nicer things to say than what <clears throat> Anne Lamott calls it. But anyway, um, it's, you know, it's your sloppy copy. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. But, I mean, I was doing a sloppy copy, which means, you know, you just try to get it on paper and then do it. But I was doing it and I was figuring it out, but to have studied, even though, Yes, I did that last time. This, it's like putting it into words and go and having that confirmation that yes, I was doing it right. And that just helps the second time, even though I did it, it just helps to have learned. And I did learn things from listening to the audiobook that are helping me with this and helping me get going and helping me move. Um, and that's the keep on studying, you know, keep on listening to this podcast, um, you know, as you work on your house, as you gain that experience, they're never, you know, when there's something that you love or not that you're going to love housework, but you know what I mean? Something that's important to you. It's something you keep studying. You know, it's, it's like someone who loves to cook or it's really important to them to do that. They don't just, okay, well, I'm going to take this class and learn how to cook and then I'm done for the rest of my life. No, that's the person who's like, okay, well, I have to do this, but whatever. But if if this is something that's really important to you, then you continue learning and you continue studying. And that's kind of just part of the process. So keep listening to the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I am going to end there. I hope I was somewhat coherent because um, writing a book is really hard, y'all, and my brain is all fried. So um, I did want to say something before I am done here, and that is um, 
last week's podcast, I have only received really great feedback. I'm sure there are those who did not like it at all. Um, but I've only gotten really great feedback from that. Um, and so I appreciate that very much. There's something I wanted to say. Um, I believe everything that I said in it. Um, you know, I, I talked at the end just kind of about me coming to this moment where I had to give up that, that fear of, um, my kid's story being their mom dying. Okay. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that one. But you know, I I think every mother lives in fear of that, of, you know, if I die, I just don't want that to be my kid's story. Um, and I, I talked about that and how I basically came to grips with that. Not that I'm dying, but you know, I I did want to make sure that I acknowledge, um, that that's horrible. You know, I mean like, yes, I believe everything I said and I stand by it, but I, um, a woman in my town, uh, passed away this week and, um, I am not, we were not terribly close. We worked together about once a year, um, on a play for some kids. And so we knew each other and we'd laugh together, but we, we weren't, you know, like best friends or anything. Um, and it's just hard. You know, she has a son that's my son's age and that's his story now, you know, and I have absolute faith that if he gives that story to God, God's going to use it. But y'all it's awful. I mean, it just, it just kills me. I mean, that's not a right good thing to say, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's so, it's awful the midst of it. And I don't ever, I, I, well, my reason I'm saying this, I don't want it to be, I don't want anyone to have taken that as it's not a big deal because it's a huge big deal. If that happened to you, if you know, the grief is horrible, it, it's, it's, it's awful. And, and I, I do, I mean, I, you know, we'll see something come across Facebook and I just think, what in the world? You know, I mean, we were just working on a play last year. I mean, it was like the play that, anyway, oh, it just kills me. Uh, again, I shouldn't say that, but anyway, I, I just want to make sure that I acknowledge the reality of grief and how unbelievably difficult that is and how I don't, I don't get it because I haven't been through it, but I, I know God will use anything, anything you give to him, anything, but it's, it stinks. It's the worst. So anyway, just wanted to say that, um, this is actually somebody who, um, I found out probably right around a year ago. Um, she'd actually had a conversation with my husband and, um, she'd been reading the blog for years before she even knew it was me before she even put it together that it was me. And she never said anything to me about it, but it was like, Oh wow. So anyway, um, okay. That's all I'm going to say there. Um, 
If you would like the show notes for this podcast, go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S. This is 134 experience helps. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Um, be sure that you subscribe either there at that page or in iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, so that um, when I come back after my summer break, you will have the newest podcast immediately as soon as it comes out. Okay. Um, I will talk to you guys later. There will be one more after this week. All right. Bye.